Welcome to the latest Buff Zone podcast. I'm Brian Howell, and pleased as always to be joined by Pat Rooney. Uh, Pat, how you doing today and this week? Doing well. Busy time of year, but enjoying it. And and how are you doing, Mister Howell? You got you've got the short uh, short prep week this week, just like the Buffaloes. Yeah, I, I mean a lot going on for both of us with basketball and football, and then throw in uh, the football short football trip this week. It's been a busy time, but we're managing to squeeze in a. Uh, a football podcast here and and preview the game and uh game number 11 for the buffaloes and uh it's kind of uh not kind of but it is kind of do or die time if you want to get to a bowl game uh sitting here at four and six with two games left um pretty much have to win both of these things to uh get to a bowl game and not the easiest trips uh for colorado historically i'm going out to pullman this week and then Salt Lake City next week, and we'll talk about that one next week, obviously. But um, not the easiest of trips for Colorado this week. This one hasn't been uh, since they've joined the Pac-12. But as Coach Sanders told us this week, uh, that wasn't a uh, what was that BP before Prime? Uh, right. <laughs> and that 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 holds true not just for the head coach for the but for the bulk of this team. So. Uh, you know, they haven't been here. Most of them have not experienced this trip and uh, you have, however, and uh, for whatever reason, it's always been a tough one, but uh, it's going to be an interesting collision in this one, given that uh, this is kind of uh, two teams that are trying to finish on, on a strong note after struggling coming into this. I feel like, you know, on, on the surface of it, the buffs have struggled, but they've lost a lot of close games. Whereas, Washington State's just kind of fallen off the table. Yeah, you know, and speaking of not being there, the only player on the team that I think would have ever been to Pullman, last time they went there was 2019, Marvin Ham uh, was a high school freshman, or come, a freshman come out of high school um, in 2019. I don't even know if he made the trip. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure anybody's experienced it, but um, definitely this one could be different because those Washington State teams that, um, I covered, uh, you know, in those my three previous trips to Pullman were much better than this one. I mean, uh, in 2015, uh, that was the 24th ranked uh, Cougars. Uh, 2017, the Cougars were ranked 15th in the country. And then 2019, they weren't ranked, but uh, that was a better football team than Colorado. And they went to a bowl game that year, beat Colorado 41 to 10. As you mentioned, that's not the case this week. I mean, CU reeling at four and six having lost four in a row, Washington state is four and six after losing, losing six in a row. And, uh, you know, the last three weeks they've lost to arguably the bottom three teams in the pac 12. Now the standings show that it's CU and Washington state at the bottom right now, but everybody kind of coming into the season, it was ASU Cal and Stanford. That's who Washington state's lost to in the last three weeks. And so they're really struggling right now. Yeah, they've really fallen off the table. Obviously, they're one big in four cons to open things up. They beat Wisconsin. They open Pac-12 play by beating Oregon State at home. Uh, and then after that, it's just they lost a close game uh, at UCLA. And uh, af- uh, the week after that, you know, Arizona went up there uh, and, and and just crushed them, 44-6, to six, uh, going into Pullman for, for Arizona, kind of a reversal of fortunes for, for both programs in that one. And Washington State just hasn't gotten it back together since then. Uh, they lose at Oregon. 
They lose at Arizona State in a fairly close one. You know, they lost at home to Stanford, just like the Buffaloes did, but it was kind of the complete opposite of the the, the shootout that the Buffs and, and Cardinal had in, in Folsom Field. Uh, Washington State loses at home 10-7. to 7. I didn't even know it was possible to have 10-7 to 7 games in major college football anymore. <laughs> uh, and then the close, close loss in Berkeley last week uh, at Cal. So, uh, this is a group that's really fallen off the table, um, and it, it's it's hard to puzzle. You know, arguably, I would say the most disappointing team in the in the Pac-12 this year. Well, other than USC, probably, but yeah, I mean they're they're right up there. And you know, I thought the ten to seven games were all reserved for Iowa. You know, that's yeah. that's the team that does have those. But um, I, I should have said, you know, any any major college game not involving Iowa. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, I, I mean, I would say USC is the most disappointing team, but Washington State is certainly right there because this is a team that uh, you know I think most people thought would be in a bowl game. They still could. I mean, they could they could beat Colorado and then Washington. But uh, yeah, I mean that I don't know what happened to them at Arizona. You know, it, it's understandable to go up to UCLA and lose, but then that next week, like you mentioned, just kind of reversal of fortune. Arizona had lost back to back games to. Uh, Washington USC before going up there and and all of a sudden that 44 to 6 game seems to have really sparked that team quite a bit so um, I don't know what's happened to Washington State but uh, they're this is a game that uh, CU has got to be looking at and saying okay we can get back on track here because that's a struggling team right now yeah exactly um, and, and you know coach Sanders even said it this week in his uh, weekly press conference to us that you know hopefully this is a game where they can get on track and you know, he said this is maybe even a game. I, you know, he said it, and we, we didn't. He wasn't even specifically asked about it, but he said this might be a week where they can get the ground game going. Uh, Washington State not much better defensively against the run than the Buffs are uh, coming into this one, ranked nine, ten. I'm sorry, tenth in the league in uh, rush defense, allowing 160.1 yards per game. Um, this is not the kind of stout defense that the Buffs have played uh for the better part of the past month um they're giving up 420 yards a game and you'd like to think that this is a game you know the, the offense as, as you wrote about uh, in your latest rewind column got a little got its feet under it a little bit more we saw more of the colorado offense against arizona than we uh from the beginning of the year than we've seen more recently and you would think that this is a an attack for the buffaloes that can get on track up in pullman yeah, you know, it's interesting looking at the at the stats because these teams are so close in a lot of categories. It's like if if Colorado is seventh in the Pac-12 in something, Washington State's eighth. You know, if, if Colorado's 11th, Washington State's 10th. So um, they're both so close uh, statistically and um, having so similar seasons and have very similar quarterbacks. And so it's a really interesting, uh, you know, matchup here. And, um, you know, coming into the season – you know, I sort of thought CU had at best the eighth best roster in the Pac-12, and I kind of put them right with Washington State. So it's kind of funny that they're both sitting here with the same record and and very similar stats. So um, I'm curious to see, see how this one plays out. One thing uh, that's good for CU is, you know, you mentioned that they're not playing the stout defenses they've seen recently. Washington State does not rack up a lot of sacks, and that's a good thing when you're Colorado. Uh, you you hope they don't get on track with that this week. They've been better at keeping Shador clean the last couple of weeks. And uh, they could really use a week where uh, they don't give up any sacks or at least, you know, keep him, uh, you know, pretty clean once again. 
And to your point, only 15 sacks this season for Washington State. That's a whole season. That's been like roughly two games a lot of time for for Shadur Sanders to endure. So uh, hopefully he'll have a little bit uh, less traffic in front of him that he has to deal with, and this offense can get on track. But, you know, in, in a way, this game I feel like can turn defensively. You know, both neither defense, as we know, is great, as you just alluded to. You know, they're, they're kind of – ranked similarly in, in, in most categories, except for the takeaways. Obviously, that's an area where the Buffaloes have done pretty well. Um, and if they can get a few takeaways up there in Pullman, that I you know, I feel like that's gonna be something that will turn the tie of the game. Maybe easy to say, uh turnovers will be the difference. But uh, you know, there's been times where it hasn't been for Colorado this year. They've gotten a few takeaways and 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 still come out on the losing end of things. But all things being equal, as we've talked about with these two teams, I feel like that has a chance to being uh, the big difference maker this weekend. That and special teams as well, which, uh, you know, the, the missed field goal late aside this past week, the Buffs have been pretty good in that department recently as well. Yeah, and to your point on turnovers, I mean, uh, CU's been really good at it. They've only lost seven all year. Uh, they're, they're one of the best in the country. They're best in the Pac-12 in turnover margin. Washington State this 10th. Um, I asked, uh, I think it was Amari McNeil, a defensive lineman this week, about the similarities between Shador and Cam Ward of Washington State, the quarterback. And he said, well, I think Shador is a better quarterback. And one of the things is, is that Cam Ward uh, fumbles a lot, and he does. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm working on a story as we're talking right now. Uh, Cam Ward this season has lost, has fumbled 11 times and lost seven of them. Shador, three fumbles and lost one. Um, over the last three years, Ward has, has 30 fumbles and lost 13. Shador, 11 fumbles, and he's lost six. Uh, four of those were as a, as a true freshman. So um, certainly that's an area where you look at and say, all right, you got to hit him hard and, and strip the football because that's a guy that, um, as talented as he is, he can put the ball on the carpet. And, and uh, to your point, that could be a difference maker for the Buffs, and it has been. It wasn't at UCLA. They had a 4-0 advantage that day and didn't win the game, but it has been in the past. And um, I do think it could be one of those things today or this week. Uh, that's huge for them. Yeah. The Buffaloes for all their struggles on, on defense and, you know, the, the takeaways and the, the, the tackles for loss haven't been there every week, but they have kind of held their own in terms of tackles for loss stacks takeaways kind of those impact plays on these they, they give up big yardage they give up chunks of yards but well they, they, they still seem to have a knack for for making those plays and and at times getting off the field and, and giving you know the, the, their offense a, a chance to get back out there and operate so um you know i think that's another aspect of this that will make a big difference on saturday can the buffs get that pressure can they get those takeaways to kind of change the tide of things on Friday night. I think they will. Um, I, I like the bus chances in this one going in. Yeah, so do I. Um, and, you know, one of the things is, you know, I was watching Coach Prime's uh, you know radio show with Mark Johnson uh, this week, and um, he, he was actually just saying, he said, look, he goes, I just want to have one game where we're united and all of us show up as one, you know, meaning offense, defense, and special teams. And, they have not done it once this season in, in 10 games. And uh, we've seen the offense look really good at times. We've seen the defense look really good at times. We've seen the special teams look really good at times. But it's never happened in one game. And um, I do think they keep saying it. And I know a lot of teams say this, but uh, 
if all those phases were to show up at once, I think this could be a really good football team, but it hasn't happened yet. And does it happen in week 11 up in Pullman? We'll see. But um, if it does, Colorado's winning this football game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, maybe a segue right into the predictions, you know, even when, or as, as this slide kind of started for the buffs, I've always felt like and maintain that they're going to find a way to maybe rise up and, and beat someone they shouldn't. Now, I don't, I don't know if Washington state quite fits that description. They're still the underdog, the buffs are, it's not a, a huge underdog and, and getting a road win and all that is always tough. You know, this isn't kind of quite the rising up and beating someone that you're not supposed to that it might have looked like a month ago, five, six weeks ago before Washington State started sliding as well. Um, but I do think this is the one that, that the Buffs go out there and, and get. Um, you know, they're, I, I think they're going to put points on the board. And I think some of those intangibles are going to kind of fall the Buffs way uh, that we talked about, the special teams advantage, maybe making a few impact plays on, on defense and special teams. Uh, uh, and you know, I feel like the buffs are still fighting. I haven't been able to watch Washington state a lot in the last few weeks, but I still like if, if we're talking about two teams that are struggling down the stretch, I feel like the buffs are still fighting and scrapping. And I feel Washington state has gone closer in, into shutdown mode, certainly than the buffs are. We'll see how that plays out on Friday night, but I do like the buffs chances. So what's your score? Oh, what is my score? Uh, I was thinking about uh, 41-34 Buffaloes. Uh, I haven't even looked at the weather report. It's usually pretty cruddy for these games up there. Um, but I, I think about a touchdown advantage. It'll be back and forth, but the bus will find a way in the end. Yeah, weather report shows uh, on Friday night, well, oh, high of 50 on Friday with sun. So not supposed to be that bad. I mean, obviously it's you know a night game, so it won't be that warm, but um, – you know, it doesn't look like there's a lot of precipitation, so that'll help. But I agree with you. I, I think that uh, I think the Buffs. This is a game for them to get on track. Um, but I, I'm going to do something different this week in that I have picked the Buffs five weeks in a row, and uh, I've sort of felt like the last few weeks they were going to do something and, and kind of flip the switch, and they didn't do it. So I believe in them this week, but I'm going to pick the the Cougars because uh, of karma. And you know, I, I think uh, you know this is a game that uh, you know. The Buffs can win, but Washington State is still very capable of beating them. Um, but I'm going to go Washington State 35-31. But definitely this is one that I think Colorado can come out of Pullman with a win for the first time in over a decade. Let's I only ask you a big-picture question on this uh, program and with going into these last two games. So let's uh, Just for the sake of argument, let's say they, they lose these last two games. You finish 4-8. Obviously, that's kind of a big slide since the opening salvo of those three wins and all the attention and the excitement uh, surrounding this team. I still think it's a very positive season, but how do you go into the off season feeling like you have some momentum and feeling like you're still maybe on an upward trajectory, even though the end of the season was a downward trajectory? Yeah, I, I think if they lose these two the same way they've they've lost – the last few where they're one score games and you're still fighting and you're in it um, and you just haven't turned the corner. I think that coach prime and his staff uh, can spin it that way. And um, I don't think that that's a hard sell. It might be for some fans, but um, you know, in some ways this reminds me of, of 2015 
where you know Colorado was not very good in 2015, and that was actually my first year as the uh, uh, full-time football beat writer where I started traveling with them, and you know a lot of close losses, you know a lot of games that were that they were right there, and they kept saying, "Yeah, this is this is the week we're going to turn around." And they never did, and uh, they, you know they finished four and nine, uh, had an extra game, so they went to Hawaii that year, one and eight in the Pac-12, um, and then the next year was 2016, and they win the Pac-12 South, uh, and they're you know. 10 and four, eight and one. I sort of see the same type of deal um, with this team. And and you see it a lot that those teams that have those close losses one year, they flip them around the next year. And so I think you can still sell it that way if you're coach prime. And I don't think it's a hard sell. You know, I I think there are a lot of positive signs. They are right there in a lot of ways. And uh, you use that in recruiting to say, look, you're that guy that can get us over the hump here. And so I think they're okay. Even if they lose these last two in close fashion, now, if you get blown out up here this week and you get blown out at Utah, that's that's a very disappointing uh, finish. But um, I, I think they can still sell it that way. What do you think? I agree. Uh, you look at the talent on this roster and what they've been able to do to upgrade the talent here, uh, you still have to feel pretty good about things. And you know what? A three-win increase from the doldrums of last year and, and, and you know, this is still hypothetical. It, it might be four game win increase. I, I still think they they have a good chance of winning this weekend. So we're kind of you know just just conjecturing here if they wind up finishing four and eight. Um, you know how how you go forward from here. Uh, you know I, I I think you still kind of you focus on a lot of things you just said and, and you know a lot of things Coach Sanders said after the press conference. I'm sorry after the the game this past weekend about how far they've come. Uh, you know, how this program only won one game last year and, and, and now look where they're at. I think you still sell that. Obviously, no one likes to end the season on this kind of losing streak, but I think you can see how close this program is to being a viable Pac-12 contender. And I can't remember the last time we went into an offseason feeling like that. Yeah, and of course, next week or next year, they would be a, a viable Big Twelve contender, so right. right. You know, we'll, we'll see. I, I do. I still think it sets up for for next year being uh, the year for them to make uh, some noise. And um, you know, the other thing too is that if they can get one of these and they're five and seven, it's still possible they're going to be in a bowl game because uh, there's a lot of talk that there may not be enough bowl eligible teams at six and six this year. Uh, and at five and seven, you know, bowl, you know bowl people are going to be knocking on CU's door because they want the buffs in there for ratings. And so um, everything I've, I've heard this week is, uh, you know, don't count the buffs out if they lose that seventh game. Uh, but if they get that fifth win, there's still that possibility that they could go to a bowl game. And so um, I think this is a big one for them in that regard to maybe put themselves at least in that picture to where maybe they could sneak in. Obviously that helps getting extra practices and, being able to extend the season a little bit longer, uh, you know, still a lot of young players on this team. So it uh, can't hurt from that aspect. I don't know how much it is to celebrate, to get into a bull berth via a, a, a technicality basically, but certainly able to take advantage of the opportunity if presented uh, to them. So we'll see what happens, but they would have to go out there and get this one first, obviously. Yeah, I think when you're a program like CU, you celebrate it. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll see what happens 
see if that actually happens. But um, I do think if you get there, even at five and seven, you accelerate it because bowls don't happen very often around here. So I, you know, I think you take it, but we'll see what happens this week. And I think this is, this is a big game regardless, right? Um, I think they, you want to end that losing streak. You want to put yourselves in position going into Salt Lake city um, to get legitimate bowl eligibility. Uh, and so this is a big one for that. And I think there's an opportunity there for them. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to watching on Friday night. And, uh, you know, I feel like they have to get this one. I don't like their chances next week in, in Utah. Uh, so you, you kind of feel like, I mean, you certainly don't want to be defeatist, uh, especially if you're the buffs, obviously, but yeah, you feel like this is the chance to kind of, uh, turn around that late season momentum a little bit. I think they'll go out and do it, but uh, never an easy place to play up there in Pullman. And, hey, for you, this is your uh, the last of the kind of last Pac-12 trips for you here this season. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. The last It'll be the last time up in Pullman. And um, I was kind of joking with our, our colleague Adam Munster-Tiger, watch, they're going to schedule home and home with Washington State sometime soon for non-conference, <laughs> and we'll have to go back up there. But, uh, yeah not not my favorite trip not my least favorite trip but um you know should be the last time up there and i will say this one one quick thing on on utah is it'll be interesting to see what they do because they they've got to go to arizona this week if utah loses that one i think that you know changes my outlook for that game next week because all of a sudden utah has nothing to play for um and so it may be an unranked utah team at that point so um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with both games this weekend and uh, you know, the outlook going into Salt Lake city next week, but um, it is a big one. And uh, the last trip to Pullman and uh, we'll see if uh, coach prime and, uh, and Shadour and company can, uh, can do what hasn't been done since 2012 and uh, lead the, lead the buffs to a win in Pullman. Well, you haven't seen a victory in Pullman, but uh, maybe, maybe you'll see it now on this last go around. I've seen stranger things, so um, it would not surprise me, but, uh, but yeah, let, let's hope for a win this week. And, you know, you and I always love coaching or uh, coaching, uh, love covering wins more than, more than losses. So uh, I would like to see a win for that uh, perspective. I need it for me. Uh, I don't need it for them. I just need it for me. Well, they should go out there and do one for the howl, you know? <laughs> yeah. If that's not their rally cry, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> so, real quick, folks, before we wrap up, wrap up. Congratulations to the, the the Colorado women's soccer team had a tough luck loss in the NCAA tournament last week at Texas A&M. Just real fluky goal that that did them in, and they couldn't get an equalizer. But still, a heck of a season for them. Uh, as promised, we do have a hoops basketball only podcast coming up this week as well. Uh, both teams are will be in a little bit of a a game lull here till late in the week for the women and, and the men don't play again until uh next monday down in florida i will be on the scene for that and uh great starts for both teams we'll get into that more uh in, in that hoops podcast but definitely a lot to look forward to this winter if you're a, a colorado fan yeah well lot, lots to look forward to and uh you know basketball is looking great right now we'll talk about that more in our basketball podcast but for now pat let's get out of here and uh you know, we'll chat about uh, uh utah next week Safe travels to you, Brian, and folks, as always, thanks for listening.